years. This is great conversation for the holidays or any time of year. You're listening to the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Well, good morning, Grand Valley, and welcome to the show. 709, almost 710 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Welcome to the gig. It's uh, We've made it to and finally through Friday, or will be through Friday. Now, this is one of those weeks doesn't feel like it's been five days to me. Does it do you, Bob? I'm glad it's Friday. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm always glad it's Friday. But, it, but yeah, I, mean, I, I guess we just got used to the, the five days after a real yeah, short week. Yeah, so I, I, you know, but it's Friday. Welcome to Friday. Uh, we got a few things to do today, and then we'll be heading off uh, for the weekend, and so will you. So hopefully you will stick around for as much as you can of our swing and soiree up until uh, 10 o'clock this morning. When I came in, when I left my house, no rain, nothing at all. By the time I was driving in, I saw little spots of sprinkles on the on the uh, windshield. And by the time I got out of the car here at the radio station, it was not quite a shower, but they were full-fledged raindrops. Did you have any water or rain out there? I didn't, but that's exactly what Adam said this morning it was going to do. And there will be times uh, this morning that it's going to come down pretty hard. So uh, take that umbrella with you, and then just like that, it's going to go away, Howard. Yeah, apparently. Except when I it was I left, no nothing. And then just the tiniest little dots on the windshield, okay, a little sprinkle. By the time I got out of the car, you could feel the full-fledged drops. It's not a storm. It's not a shower. It's just wet out there right now. Probably will we'll let up. The official forecast calls for scattered showers today, high temperatures in the upper 40s. I think where we are is about where we're going to be all day long. 50 right now at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 47 at the Highlands, 42 in Elm Grove, 41 degrees in Moundsville, and you said 47 uh, here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios? No, 39. Uh, 39 went down. Okay. No, 39 in here, Howard. Oh, in, no, 47 oh, outside, thir- 39 in here. 47 at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley, and 39 inside the Robinson Auto Group Studio. I noticed you were... Uh, Blow it on your hands. Yeah, I got to get those gloves. I uh, I actually had intended, seriously, to be wear my Fred McMurray sweater today. I was going to get a sweater, you know, cardigan, wear a sweat, Fred McMurray sweater. And then I checked the temperature when I left home. It was 50. I thought, yeah, maybe not. But it is still cold here. How are you doing in there? It's, it's not terrible, but... I'm not blowing on my hands like you're blowing <laughs> on your hands, but it's. I feel uh, like I'm deer hunting. Seriously, I'm. Last time I was this cold, I was in the woods. See where uh, JJ went deer hunting, Governor. No, jo- that Governor doesn't Justice. surprise me. No, he's a good old country boy. He got himself uh, a buck. Where am I here? Governor Justice is celebrating his first hunting kill of the season. The governor posted a photo of his first buck of the season on his social media pages. Governor said it took him a few trips before he finally got one. I know what he didn't do, Howard. What's that? He didn't drag him out of there. There's no way he did that. Well, I'm going to tell he you. He called for the state police. And there you go, boys. I'm guessing what he also didn't. I'm guessing he wasn't up in a tree blind. Probably not. Unless they have a pulley system they can, you know, bring you up there for. Now, some of them good old boys down there in the southern part of the state, Howard, they use dogs to hunt deer. I wonder if a baby dog brings brings up deer around to, <laughs> to the governor when he's out there on deer stand. That's a great question. The governor appeared to shoot the buck with a bow. Oh, he's a bow hunter. A bow hunter, apparently. Nothing like being in the woods in West Virginia during hunting season, said the governor. So there you go. And if you're a hunter, you can win prizes during the governor's big buck photo giveaway. I have no idea what that is. But apparently they've got a big buck photo giveaway. don't know what they're giving away. 
don't know where you send it. I just know that it says here that you can win prizes during the Big Buck photo giveaway. So the governor appeared to be bow hunting sometime this week and uh, got himself uh, got himself a uh, a buck. So there you go. Trying to be one of the people. He's one of the people. He's, yeah, he's, he's one, one of, of the people. When, when the last time he hunted, uh, bow hunted on a, a golf course, he can come up here maybe Ogilvy and help out next year. <laughs> next year if he's bow hunting, that's right. Why didn't he think about that? He can come up here and get a little extra pub from that. You can ride a golf cart around <laughs> while, he, while he deer hunts. <laughs> we, we needed some extra because they had 20 spaces open. Only 16 took advantage of them uh, at the Ogilvy deer kill. He could have uh, filmed. Oh, actually, he could have might filled two. <laughs> 713 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I just thought that was interesting. I think he's done that before, though. He, he is, he, I mean, it's not a publicity stunt. I think he is a hunter. Oh, he? man, I bet he's got a pile of deer there in, in his lifetime that he's. Yeah. Bow yeah. and, and right. Uh, serious question. I'm not trying to be funny about him. Okay. How would he hunt? I mean, he's, I tend to think of, when I think of you going down to your hunting camp, I think of you up in a tree blind, that kind of thing. Well, that, that's probably the way he would. But he's not slipping through the woods. He's he's probably up off the ground a little bit, like you said. If he can get yeah, off there, I'm not being funny. How's he get there? Well, yeah, could he climb up? He's probably a, a blind, probably. But again, that's Maybe, not okay. ideal. I'm not a bow hunter, but I would think he'd want to be up off the, uh, the ground so a little too. bit. Yeah. But I'm just thinking um, he uh, might drive out there with the state cops, and they say, "There's one governor." He might get out of the truck, and I don't know. Well, Howard, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm I'm not being funny, and I'm not trying to put him down. I'm just thinking about his size. You know, could could they bring him out and have some kind of like a crane, a pickup thing that he would they raise him up a little bit so he wouldn't have to climb a tree? I just can't picture Jim Justice climbing a tree. I don't know if they sell those at Cabela's or not, but yeah, maybe he's got one of those. Just, <laughs> Lift just, me up, Bird Jay. Yeah, yeah. boys. I, did you, baby dog says there's one out there. I got to see it. Take me up. I don't know. And I'm Jay, not, Dad, <laughs> yeah. they repossessed that a couple months ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> Wish we had that. Too. Remember how you used that crane last year? Yeah. Unfortunately, it's. <laughs> well, where is it, son? Well, actually, it's with the helicopter, and we're trying to hide them all. <laughs> we're trying to hide them now. I'm, I'm just being funny. Just being funny. Seven fifteen here on the Watchdog Morning Show. More and more people are wondering about, um, I should phrase, let me, let me rephrase this. You probably have seen, if you're watching local television or any TV around the state, the ads that have been run by the group called Club for Growth against Jim Justice calling him a rhino and saying, you know, some clips of the governor saying, I'm not here to support the Republicans. I give the, them credit in the first part of the commercial, they also they put the whole thing in there. Governor Just said, I'm not here to support the Republicans. I'm not here to support the Democrats. I'm here to do the right thing. But they turned that into him not being a good Republican, turned it into him being a rhino. They used the whole clip, the beginning of it. And then the, the next time yes. they cut off the part yeah, about the root. Exactly. So they kind of covered themselves. Well, we no, we put it in context. He, he said not Republicans or Democrats. But later it was just not not. Uh, not the Republicans. The thing about this Club for Growth, and Steve Adams and I talked about it a bit this week, the Club for Growth is behind Alex Mooney, and they have promised up to $10 million. They've put a couple million in so far. I believe this is a million-dollar buy right now that's underway right now. You're seeing these ads here and elsewhere around the state. Uh, and they're attacking Jim Justice as not being a good Republican, as being rhino, Republican in name only, and so on. The thing is, the Club for Growth is anti-Donald Trump. 
That's their whole reason for living. They, they exist in order to criticize Donald Trump and to keep Trump from getting in office. So does it really work for that group to be criticizing Jim Justice when Justice is the guy who's got the Trump nomination in West Virginia? I don't know how much money those folks have, Howard, but uh, it's not going to work. Regardless, uh, it's not going to work. That money, that $10 million or whatever they throw at it, it's not going to be the difference uh, keeping uh, uh, Jim Justice out of Washington. It'll be something totally, totally different. So save your money. Unless you got so much of it, you got to pitch. Well, they have prom they promised up front $10 million for Alex Mooney. But I noticed in an article, uh, actually it was Hoppy writing about this yesterday at WVMetroNews.com, Hoppy kind of implies that, well, what they're doing right now is testing the waters. They're putting this million-dollar buyout really, really banging on Jim Justice. They will then go back and do some more uh, polling, and if the million dollars is not moving the needle, if people aren't moving Mooney's way and moving away from justice, they may not end up with their full $10 million. Did we say 10? Ah, it's not, not going to be 10. No, no, we, didn't, we, didn't mean, we didn't mean 10 million. And we said, we gave you a million. We give that a try. You know, uh, the point that Hoppy makes, and it's a good one. If, if this campaign right now by Club for Growth against Jim Justice doesn't work, I'm quoting Hoppy here, there are a lot of other races in this country that are closer than Justice and Mooney where club for gross money could be better spent. There you go. So I, you know, but I just I find it wildly ironic that this anti-Trump group is running ads against Jim Justice, who is Trump's guy in West Virginia. Now I know Mooney wishes he was Trump's guy. He kind of pretends like he's Trump's guy. I think I saw uh, like a press release from Mooney, Mooney recently where he said something like. Um, well, I don't actually have the endorsement, but I really am the endorsed candidate. You know, it's like, well, he didn't say that, but I think he really likes me. But it's just it's just weird because this group is their whole purpose for being is to prevent Trump from getting in office. I don't think they're very welcome here in West Virginia. Well, but, and they'll take their money elsewhere. Probably, Howard, we got a long way to go. and They're going to figure that out. Well, again, what Hoppy suggests, and I think it makes some sense, what they're going to do is take a look and see. They put a million in. Very anti, it's a tremendously anti-Jim Justice ad. Um, will it move the needle? And you would think it would cost folks like us right here at uh, the Watchdog Network because we would have got some of that money, don't you think, Howard? I don't think they want to be with us. Yeah, but don't you have around the board? I mean, if they're going to spread well, that money that around, much money, I yes. guess I guess the truth is, yes, if you've got that much money, if you're, if you're eyeing up the $10 million figure over a course of the next six or eight months, you know, even Monroe could take some of that money, <laughs> ship some, ship some here. But um, I just don't. You know, I've talked about it before. Stephen Adams and I discussed it a bit this week. I the needle has got to move so far. You know, will this ad move the needle for uh, away from justice towards Mooney? You know what? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. How's that? Well, I mean, it, I mean, but but here's what I mean. Justice is. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm I'm pretty close. Justice is like sixty eight percent. Mooney, 28%, somewhere in that range. All right, so they spend a million dollars and they move that to 34% for Mooney. And, you know, maybe maybe he's down to 61% for justice. What, what's, what's the value? Can you, can you possibly move the needle so far, given how far a distance there is between Mooney and Justice right now? I don't think you can. No, and the reason I don't think it's going to move is because he's had so much, meaning the, the governor, who's run, going to run for Senate, uh, 
he's had so much out there that hasn't affected him. In fact, if you take a close look, you say, oh, that, that last round of news had to hurt him. No, he no. went up a couple points. How many so it times, doesn't matter. How many times have you and I here on this show said, man, this is bad news for the governor. Oh, my. Oh, they're, they're, they're coming to get his chopper. And, and the, the, the judge even said, you know, take it by force if necessary. And what happened? Nothing. Yeah, well, first of all, it disappeared. <laughs> we came to get the chopper. We don't know where it is. Um, what was it just this week? Just this week there was something. And the, the, the Justice Department, had, the, not the Justice Department, Jim Justice's attorneys had to file a, 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 a response saying, we can't pay. We got no money. We're broke. And, and the other thing, Howard, you know, it's been really quiet. Uh, you know, he's the top guy in the state. All that thing going on with the state police, he kind of kept himself distanced from that. You know, he, he it never the finger never got around to old JJ. Intellectually, that amazes me, because if you're the governor, you're the top dog in the state, as you just said, and when your administration messes up badly, as it looks like they have with the DHHR and with the uh, corrections, the Southern Southern Jail and so on, it used to be the buck stopped here, as in the governor's office. I'm sorry. You know, I, it, it's my fault. But the governor even said, well, I know nothing about that. Remember that at one point he literally said, he goes, well, they could they could depose me in court if they want to, but I don't know nothing about that. And so this stuff just glides right over him. Everything does. It just glides right over him. Several people have asked me in the last couple of days, well, Howard, you, you, you criticize justice, and yet you really hate Mooney, and it seems like you're kind of sort of on justice's side in the race between justice and Mooney. What do you want to happen? I want Alan Mullahan to come back, all right? <laughs> I want Jay Rockefeller to come back. I want Robert Byrd to come back alive. What I want isn't going to happen. I mean, so I'm looking at this race almost intellectually. Justice seems to be a nicer guy. I think Mooney is a not nice guy. Justice, at least, has been willing to come on our show. That's one of the things I look at, in all honesty, when I think about who's getting elected. Mooney has not, and I'm sure will not. Uh, but people say, wow, what, I can't tell. Where do you stand on this? I, I really don't stand anywhere. I see all kinds of problems with Jim Justice with his finances and so on and his responsibility or lack thereof. On the other hand, who doesn't like baby dog, right? That certainly helped. I mean, that's that's the whole point. 723, 23 after the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. Now, I want to talk about another election coming up in a minute. Uh, pulled up some info from the uh, Denny Magruder uh, announcement earlier this week because we talked with Denny yesterday. Denny is one of the now three announced candidates for mayor. And I still think the big thing to figure out in who and how this mayor's race is going to go, uh, Bob, is who gets support from whom. And one way to look at that is to look at who was at Denny Magruder's announcement. And I think it I think it's telling some of the folks who were there. And we'll talk about that coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show where it's 724. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. 
But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. I'm Deepak Huda. I am from originally India. I am director of the Structural Heart Program as well as Cardiac Cath Lab at Wheeling Hospital. Our main clinic is obviously here at Wheeling Hospital WU Medicine. We also have satellite clinics, we call it, the Upper the Highlands. Then we have clinic at the Wheeling Clinic, which is in downtown Wheeling, and Martins Ferry. And then we also have clinic at St. as well. So we try to go where the patients are or to make it most convenient for them. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant. With Bob Slider behind the board, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Deck the halls with boughs of holly, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Tis the season to be jolly, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Don we now our gay apparel, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao,ciao
Got a ton of highlights, Howard. I thought it was a great week. Uh, I have a couple of highlights we'll get to. Uh, some fun. I have highlights and lowlights. And by lowlights, I mean fun stuff. So I've got some good stuff and some fun stuff today. Highlights coming up in a bit, plus Adam Fikes weather, Tony Caridi's Mountaineer Report, Taylor Long in the WTRF Ohio Valley Newsroom, and Slider on Sports is not far away. We had Denny in here yesterday, Denny Magruder with us, uh, and we were talking to him about his philosophy and, and his campaign and so on. And we've had all now the three candidates who have announced officially uh, Rosemary Ketchum was the first uh, third ward councilman she announced she's running for mayor, uh, followed by Chad Thalman, the vice mayor, running for mayor, and now uh, Denny Magruder, retired civic center and capital theater manager, running for mayor. Uh, I, we've talked about this before, Bob, but the, the key thing about this mayor's election, certainly with the three that we have now, and then depending on who comes in later, if anybody else comes in later, is how's the vote, vote going to divide up? Who's going to get what constituency? I read through the article. I did not attend. I planned to. Denny invited me to come. Well, so they all did, but, but Denny invited me to come to his announcement this week. I just didn't. It was cold. I just didn't go. Um, but I read through the article about it. Who was there? Who, this, this, I think, gives us some sense of who, who has what support. Quoting the Intel story about uh, Denny Magruder's announcement, family, okay, longtime friends, Business associates, some former workmates from Capitol Theater and West Banco Arena, former and current community leaders, and a who's who of wheelings, movers, and shakers, both past and present. And this is the phrase that I think is important. With a prevalent old-school representation of heavy hitters gathered from Magruder's campaign launch. Now, I'll get a bit more of this in a minute. But it's that old-school representation that I think is the key thing. Denny is going to be pulling on people who are reflecting back to other days of the city of Wheeling. Not necessarily saying that Mayor Elliott and his team have done a bad job or uh, that they disagree with, with, with Rosemary, with Chad, but I think Denny harkens back to a time when people felt better about the city. M many people felt better about the city. Quote, old school representation there. I think I'm old school. I'm not as old as, as you guys uh, age-wise, but I'm, I'm certainly old school. No, I, I would put you in that category, yeah. And I know for a, for a fact it worked for me. It, it, it worked more than I normally allow candidates uh, to affect me. Uh, usually I keep it in my vote. You know, that, that's it. I, occasionally, once you could probably count on five times, I'll put a sign in my yard telling everybody that, hey, look, I, I support this person. It's, it's even stronger this time with Denny. Not only is he going to get my support, my vote, uh, I'm going to campaign for him. I'm going to encourage everybody that I know uh, to, to vote for Denny Magruder. Some of the people, individuals who were there reflect, I think, again, that I don't mean, but I want, I, I want no one to misunderstand me. When I say uh, old school representation, I don't mean old, out of date, don't understand the contemporary world. I don't mean that at all. I just mean these are folks who came from a different era of the city. Bob Dunleavy, former Ohio County School Board member, current member of the state school board, introduced Magruder. So there's one of those connections to the old days, if you will, to the older days, to the, what do I want to call it, Bob, mature, maturer politicians? Not necessarily in age, but in terms of experience there. Uh, Jack Fahey, former Wheeling City mayor, uh, was one of the speakers supporting uh, Denny Magruder's uh, mayoral run again. A voice from the past, if you will, but a voice that had a lot of authority at one time in the city. So I, I think it's what I, ex it's what I kind of figured was going to happen here. But we look at who is going to get support from whom. Rosemary Ketchum 
is going to get a lot of support from the younger, more progressive, more—I I keep using the word artistic because I see a lot of these folks at many of the art events and so on around town. So I'm going to use that word. It may not be the best one to use. She's going to get a lot of support from those social service supporters, those kinds of things. Uh, and then Denny, well, the old school representation. Denny kind of reflects, what do we, I don't say middle class. I don't mean it that way exactly. But he kind of is kind of the, the, the middle range of people here in the Ohio Valley, many of whom have just not been wildly excited about some of the things that the current council have done. Maybe not angry about them, just not happy about them. And Denny harkens back to a different day, and I think that's important. And then Chad, of course, building on the theme of um, the comeback continues, trying to continue the work that, he, that has been done under, under Mayor Elliott. Uh, so I think there's three distinct types of people, three distinct types of voters out there, and right now they each reach their own constituency. I don't know which one's the largest, and I don't know if one can then bring some of the others around during this campaign or not. But I think right now you can look at you got three different slices of the voter pie out there. You do, Howard. But the way I look at it, a little bit different. I, I look at okay. Uh, you you mentioned Rosemary. That that was one particular ward. O- only those folks in that ward could could vote for her. Correct. Uh, same thing with Chad. Only the people of his ward could vote for him. I look at Denny Magruder as uh, the per- uh, the person for the people affects everybody in this town one way or another and he's never been a politician so he's never been someone that you had a problem with uh as far as politics this side that side then he's never been in that before but he's a a, a more powerful name it'll be hard to find and i think you'll see a lot more momentum with this Frio Stack, Auction Service text line, Howard, is Denny Magruder the front runner for mayor? I'm not willing to say that. Uh, I think he is a major contender. I mean, they're all major contenders. I think right now, at this moment in time, they each have got a, a strong shot at winning the election. It's who can bring more of the other guys and gals, uh, supporters, over to their side. Um, so I know I'm not willing to call Denny the front runner, but I certainly think he has uh, a great deal of support. Um, let's see, Frio Stack, Auction Service text line, since Wheeling has a city manager, doesn't most of the power rest with him, not the mayor? The, the, the city is run by the city manager. There's no question about that. Council, under the mayor's leadership, sets the policy, and the, the city manager implements it. By the way, Bob Heron is unbelievably good about doing that. And what do I mean by that? I have on many an occasion tried to get him to tell me what he thinks about the direction council was taking them. And he always says, Howard, it's not my job to decide if council is doing the right thing. My job is just to do what they want done. Uh, so yes, the mayor is the the mayor and the council are the big vision people, if you will. City manager does does all the hard work, which is why one of the key things to talk to everybody about during this upcoming election is how they feel about the city manager. We did that yesterday, uh, Bob, with uh, Denny Magruder to get his take on. Bob Heron, he's a huge uh, Bob Heron supporter, I think. Uh, let me see. Anything else here real quick? I guess those are the two incoming texts off the Frio Stack auction service text line about the election. So we'll be following it, and we'll follow it intently. Uh, Chad Thalman was a guest on Paul Harris's show yesterday afternoon. I'm sure that Paul and Rosemary will be back with me on the show. I know Denny will from time to time. We'll try and get into this uh, quite a good bit. You know what our problem's going to be between now and Election Day, Bob? So much going on. 
we got the Senate race, we got the governor's race, we got the Secretary of State's race, we've got the, the mayor's race, each of which are going to be really hotly contested. We've got to find time to get, to get everybody in here. But you know what? We'll find the time. We'll make it happen. I know we will. 735, 25 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. A little bit of rain outside right now. Going to be scattered throughout the day today. Temperatures about where they are right now, mid-40s to around 50 or so. We'll check the full forecast of Adam Fike in a minute. But first, let's check Ohio Valley headlines with Taylor Long. Good Friday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this December the 1st. West Virginia is now getting more help for its troubled corrections system. This comes with the hiring of many more corrections officers. Earlier this year, the Justice Administration and state lawmakers put the job vacancy rate at more than 1,000 in the state's jails and prisons. But after a recent recruitment drive, there will be nearly 300 new corrections officers on the job by the end of December. Corrections leaders have been finding new guards at job fairs with the help of Workforce West Virginia. The state must still hire hundreds more corrections officers. It is still facing a class action lawsuit in the federal courts saying that inmates' rights have been violated by overcrowding, understaffing, and unsafe conditions. Following the passing of Issue 1, there are now nine abortion clinics open in the Buckeye State. This protects the right to an abortion before fetal viability, contraceptives, and other reproductive rights. A legal expert says while all of this is true, it doesn't mean Ohio is going back to a world pre-overturning Roe v. Wade. For example, he says Ohio's heartbeat law or six-week abortion ban is still in front of the Ohio Supreme Court. He says while that is technically not enforceable in one week, it will be up to Ohio justices, which mostly swing right to hear that case. There is one thing that both sides agree on, that it is a fight that may not be over. And some continuing coverage. An Ohio County man was injured after going over a steep hill on his ATV and landing in the woods. Emergency crews headed to Tridelphia off Chapel Hill Road where the accident occurred yesterday. Authorities say it appears the man went backward down the hill, thrown off his ATV before striking a tree. Ohio County EMS took the driver to a local hospital. That was a look at your headlines. Have a fantastic Friday and a wonderful weekend, everyone. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. With the weather changing, now's a great time to head on into your local Toyota dealer, where legendary performance and reliability go hand in hand. Check out a sporty Camry with available all-wheel drive and Toyota Safety Sense. Or the spacious RAV4, turning heads with amazing fuel efficiency. And now, explore Toyota like never before, with hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and full electric options. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Offers end October 31st. Toyota, let's go places. What's up, Ohio Valley? Voted number one Mexican restaurant, El Gran Patron, located at 142 Lafayette Avenue. Open daily Monday through Friday, 11 a.m., Saturday, Sunday, 11.30 a.m. Daily specials, entertainment, Tuesday through Saturday. Check out our Facebook page, El Gran Patron, 304-810-4478. Stop in and see us after home games. We'll be open late. Specials provided with a John Marshall ID. Go Monarchs! We'll get you ready for a busy sports weekend including the Super 6, the West Virginia High School Football Championships in Wheeling. Pat Strader will be here at, for Beer Friday at 4.30, and Brad Howe joins us at 5, plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out, and our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at wvmetronews.com and on this Metro News station. The coffee is brewed. Phone lines are open. And the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe.
Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Well, we're not going to snow today, I don't think. Uh, I don't think we have any snow in the forecast, although we'll find out here in a minute. Right now, 49 at the airport, 40. We are dropping. It was 50 earlier at the airport. 49 at the airport, 46 at the Highlands, 40 in Elm Grove, and you have 46 degrees here outside the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Uh, inside, we need to get a thermometer in here just out of curiosity. I would, really would like to know what the inside temperature is. I know it's cold enough to make Slider have to blow on his hands. Uh, can you manipulate those controls okay in there? That's why I don't go with the gloves because I can at least blow on my hands. You know, I got to have some kind of feeling in my, yeah, in my <laughs> fingers here. Well, we'll see. Now, I'll have to see what they got up here. I bet Cabela's makes a glove for like bow hunters that. You know, have the fingertips. Thin yeah, gloves. Yeah, yeah, I'll thin, see what yeah. they have up. I'm going to write that off as a business expense, Howard. There, there you go. It, they call it like a thin, not thin set. They're, they're called thin gloves of some kind, right? They, I mean, that's the name of them. You put them on and they're like, well, they're like for robbers. Yeah, for yeah, those yeah. guys. I believe. Not that I know anything about robbers and gloves and so on, but I, yeah, I think so. We'll have to. Or I can turn this heater on here, but I just have this fear of, <laughs> you know, setting a chain reaction of breakers or, you know, because yeah. that, 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 yeah. that, that happens. Yeah, you know, I've read too many times about the, and you get a you get a heater where, you know, somebody doesn't pay attention to it and suddenly it falls over and the next thing you know, you're going, what's Uh-oh. that behind me? Oh, wait, there's paper going up. Is that so, smoke? Uh, anyways, but out, it's pleasant, reasonably pleasant outside. Adam Fike is here from the Big 7, WTRF TV. Adam, when I left my house this morning, when I walked out the door, nothing. On my way into work this morning, a tiny little bit of drizzle, and by the time I got here to the radio station, stepped out of the car, it was not a not a downpour, but there were real raindrops coming down. So that's kind of what we're going to deal with most of the day, right? Just a little bit of this, a little bit of that, as far as the, the rain goes? Yep. Rain chances are really best this morning. So, like, we're seeing moderate showers come on down for really most of us right now. That stays up until... I would say lunchtime, then once we get past lunch, that's when the intensity of the showers and the coverage starts to decrease. So best rain chances are this morning, but becoming a little bit more spotty to isolated for the afternoon. Temperatures, not certainly not much more than where we are right now, maybe even a little bit less. We started out at 50 at the airport. It's dropping a little bit already. We're going to stay in that upper 40s, maybe around 50 range. Am I right about that? Yep, we were just at 52 after midnight. We've dropped to just about 46 in most spots. We're going to stay somewhere between 45 and 50 throughout the day today, but it's going to be that slow climb. So every, like, three, four hours, we go up a degree. So by midnight, we're going to be back up to 50. And rain will be with us for um, on and off, really, in different parts of the day throughout the weekend, right? Yep, we just see that stray shower tomorrow up until lunchtime. And once again, Saturday afternoon and Sunday morning are dry. But then towards dinner time on Sunday, we'll see the showers return. That stays with us through Monday as well. But then Tuesday, Wednesday, that's when I do think we could see that chance for more lake effect snow showers. So we do have the possibility, I say possibility, of some snow showers coming early next week. Is that right? I would say middle of next week. Middle of next week. It's, that, it's one of those you could 
models aren't very accurate right now of, depict, of depicting what it actually is. So I would say there's a chance, but it's still one of those I'm keeping a close eye on it because it, it could become a more mixed precip rather than snow. But okay. We'll have better updates on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday on Monday. Okay. All right. Look out for it. Uh, yesterday afternoon turned out to be a fairly nice afternoon. We managed to get a good bit of our outdoor Christmas decorations up. Not all of them. And, of course, when I say we, I mean my wife got them up and my <laughs> My middle, my middle son and I were inside eating ham sandwiches and watching her. You know, that was what we were doing. But my wife did most all the work. But uh, we did take advantage of it. It was a fairly nice afternoon yesterday, so that uh, that was good. We'll try and find a break in the in the rain this weekend to to, uh, to finish it up. But uh, all in all, not too bad. You hanging around this weekend, or are you going out of town? What you doing? Honestly, I mean, we're staying in town tonight. Abby and I were going to see the new Hunger Games movie tonight, but I don't know what we have planned for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm sure because you're a lot like me, I think uh, you guys will find some nice place to eat, I'm pretty sure, right? I think I don't, I would say nice is not going to be like, we're not going to have a sit down dinner tonight. Oh. We're going to chick, it's our typical Chick fil A than a movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a Chick fil A and a Chick flick. I got you. Okay. Well, I'm not sure Hunger Games is a Chick flick, but okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I have yourself a great weekend. Have, enjoy your movie, and we will talk to you again on Monday. Back to you, Dem. Thank you. Thank you. Adam Fike, Big 7, WTRF TV, 746, 14 to the hour. I saw somebody, we were somewhere up at the Highlands this weekend. Had to have been Saturday because they're not open on Sunday. The guy was loading up the back of his pickup truck. I never saw as much Chick-fil-A being loaded. I, I thought, is he going to have like a Chick-fil-A party, you know, tailgate or something. I, I'll bet he put 10 boxes of Chick-fil-A. I don't mean like one in each, like 10 big bags of Chick-fil-A in the back of his pickup. Well, he's taking it back to the office, Howard. I'm going to spread some holiday cheer with uh, Chick-fil-A. I know that would go uh, really good right now. I, I know their hours is a little yeah, early for it's them. probably not a good time for Chick-fil-A, although I wouldn't mind You've a Chick-fil-A. You've never been a real big Chick-fil-A person, or have you? No, no. I, I They're fine. Chick-fil-A is fine, you know. Some places I'm going to pick up Chick-fil-A. Yeah, it's okay. I'll have a Chick-fil-A. See, what I like about them, I think they're the one of the most consistent sandwich. There's not much higher or lower. They stay consistent, and uh, I like it. I'm not one of those that are crazy about it, but uh, pretty damn good. Well, you remember Emily Goodman, when they announced it was coming, Emily could hardly crazy about contain it. herself. Oh, Chick-fil-A is coming. Chick-fil-A is coming. She was right there at the beginning, you know, first maybe first one in line, I think. So I'm not like that. But, yeah, you know, I can eat it. I like it better than some things I've had. <laughs> I hear you. But worse than others. 13 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Mr. Slider's got some highlights in sports for us, and we've got highlights of the show as well. And all of that's coming up. Plus, next hour, Haley Bunn is a uh, candidate for the Supreme Court. She's a current Supreme Court justice and is running now for re-election to that seat. We'll talk to her coming up in the next hour of the show. 13 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, 
arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Santa Duck is in town at your nearest Lucky Duck discounters. Smart Christmas shoppers start early at Lucky Duck, where the price goes down as the week rolls on with thousands of bin items. Plus shelf items like refrigerators, patio furniture, baby supplies, and more priced at 40% below retail. No other bin store in our area offers these great buys. Start your Christmas shopping now because it's all first come, first served, and items on the shelf change every week. Visit Lucky Duck discounters, Wheeling, Glendale, New Martinsville, Steubenville, and Morgantown. Lucky Duck, more than just a bin store, it's your Christmas shopping headquarters. Sports Map Radio is on all night long. Tune in to get up to the minute sports coverage on FM 98.1, AM 1600. We, we are the watchdog. The coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday, happy holiday, while the merry bells keep ringing, happy holiday to you. Yeah, I, I just, I love that commercial we display that we play from time to time for, uh, for Lucky Duck, the Santa Duck commercial. Ho, 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 quack. It just, I don't know, every, it quacks me up every time I hear that commercial. I was with someone the other day, Bob, uh, and we drove past the Lucky Duck and someone, and the person said to me, what is that? And I said, as they mentioned the commercial, well, it's a bin store. And he said, well, I, what is that? What does that mean it's a bin store? Are you asking me? I, well, I'm just, yeah. They bring a bin in there. They have no idea what's in there. That's and right. there's I mean, a hell of a discount, and there's people outside waiting to get into that bin, Howard, they, because they, you just never know what's going to be in there. They find they find good deals, uh, you know, clearance items and so on other places. They bring them in, open the box up, and... You know, you get the, you get the you get the deal. So they're it's called a bin store, as you heard them say. But I just I just that that commercial just quacks me up every time I hear ho ho ho. I'm expecting a some kind of a Santa commercial, and then ho 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 quack. Did you comes, hear yourself? What you said? It quacks you up. It quacks. <laughs> I'm so clever. I don't even know that I'm clever sometimes. Yes, you are. <laughs> Nine before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Time for slider on sports. What? I've been watching hockey since I was a little boy, Howard. And, man, did I get a kick out of this. And the only reason I, I got to witness it is because I, I went to bed early and uh, and I got up late. Last night in Tampa, Florida, Tristan Jari became the first Pittsburgh Penguin goalie to score a goal in, in team history. With the Penguins leading 3-2 to two with a minute, eight seconds left in the third period, Tampa Bay pulled their goalie trying to tie the game, and that's when Jari got control of the puck in his own crease and shot at the length of the ice into the open net. So he shot all the way down the All the ice. way down. You just don't see that. It's, <laughs> it was it was incredible. So uh, first time ever in Penguin history. Sidney Crosby, Jeff Carter, and Drew O'Connor also scored for Pittsburgh. Jari made 39 saves in the game, and he was the number one star of the hockey game. It's a hockey night in Wheeling tonight from West Banco Arena. The Wheeling Nailers host uh, the Toledo Walleye. It's also a Frosty Friday. We've been saying it all week, Howard. Frosty Friday. It's going to be a Frosty Friday. That means $2 beers. Don't have too much of a good time, but have a great time. Puck drops at 710. Last uh, night, Thursday night football, a high-scoring thriller. Again, I was 
this happened to be up at midnight, so I checked it out. <laughs> the Cowboys over the Seahawks, Dallas 41, Seattle 35. Cowboy quarterback Dak Prescott, 299 yards passing, three touchdown passes for the Seahawks. Former WVU quarterback Geno Smith, 23 of 41, 334 yards, also three touchdowns, all of them to wide out DJ Metcalf. Dallas is now 9-3. and three. Seattle drops to 6-6. Six and six. For lots more sports talk this afternoon from 12 to 3, it's the Pine Room Podcast. They got any guests coming up? Yeah, they do, Howard. Coach Matt, Jared, and Jub here in the studio for Football Friday, brought to you by the fine folks at Gumby's and Jill's Gentlemen's Club. The Pine Room Boys from noon to 3 here on the Watchdog Network. And what Howard is saying, NBC Pro Football Analyst Mike Florio joins them not by phone like Howard and I yesterday, but right here, no, right dab studio for them. in the Wads Dog Studios at 1.30. So make sure you check that out. And we want to welcome everyone uh, to the city, uh, to the area uh, for the uh, Super 6. If you're uh, out-of-towners and you're, and you're joining us, uh, so sorry that you have to get around like this, but it's <laughs> going to be so much nicer. Uh, and uh, things get uh, kick off at 7 o'clock tonight, Howard, for the double-A game. But, uh, but welcome to Wheeling, and we certainly walk all of those. Uh, with the Super Six. Slatter on Sports Time, 7.54. I was going to do the same thing. Uh, welcome to you if you're driving into town for the Super Six. We're really happy to have you here. Be sure and stop by, have a meal at some of our fine restaurants, and uh, you know, uh, visit with the fine people around the Upper Ohio Valley. If you've got some time, take a ride through Ogilvy or Wheeling Park or something and enjoy things. But listen, we know we're not idiots. We know that the downtown streets are a bit of a mess. All right, they're a disaster. All right, let's be brutally honest about it. Um, but um, it's all being done for a good purpose. You, if you're from out of town, may not know it, but there is a major $40 million project underway that is going to renovate all of downtown. The, sea, the, the streets, the lighting, uh, everything's going to be completely redone. All of the underground work is being done, new, new sewer lines and so on, so they won't be those old, literally, sometimes wooden lines and so on. And when it's all over and done, it's going to be great. In the meantime, it is a bit of a mess. It is a mess. And uh, navigate the best you can. Just uh, have a lot of patience because, remember, in the end of it, it's going to be a good game for you to take part in. And we're good people up here. Nobody, We'd love to have you around. So uh, Super 6 time is uh, the time for wheeling to shine and uh, enjoy yourself uh, everywhere around the Upper Ohio Valley. Bob, I think we have – do we have time here to do some highlights? Well, we have about four minutes, Howard. Your, uh, your call. You think we you got – No, I mean, we can hurry through them. Uh, I, and, and I thought it was a great week. Normally, I limit it to three, but I, I put four there uh, down. But I'll, I'll be quick with my four. Okay. What do you got there? I thought it was just really, again, one of those spontaneous radio uh, things where we just – it seemed like everybody got fed up. It's the it's last day. Yes. And, of course, you and I have microphones in front of us. So we just said, you know, enough is enough. It, it was like 50-50 the response I got. But it was one of those topics when you left the studio, people were still talking to you about it. Saying, hey, downtown hey. roads, yeah. construction, yeah. And we were talking about the city, uh, what do they call that, cityscape? City, streetscape. Streetscape, or escape if, if, if you can. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I thought that was really good because it, gen it just one of those things that just generates people's uh, opinion. Well, sometimes what we have to do here is reflect what people are thinking and talking about. Sometimes we go out and give you new news and we learn things that you don't know. And sometimes our job is to reflect what the community is talking about. And certainly this week, the community was talking dramatically about 
the construction work. Yeah, and it was a great week. Again, Denny Magruder, that was just super. I mean, you have no doubt what side Denny's on now. He, you know, he talked about the issues, and he did it in a way that you expect out of Denny Magruder. Mike Florio, it was embarrassing. It took me a while to realize who in the hell I was talking to. It's the guy that I watch <laughs> on TV on NBC uh, almost every night, and all those were great. But Gene touched all of us, you know, with the oh, message. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, appreciate what you have. And then the, the sad, sad news that uh, he lost his missus. Yeah. And, uh, again, and, and, and it just his, shows you, Howard. how he managed to get through Probably that. a lot better than I'm going to right here because yeah. we're feeling for you, Gene. And Gene's message is all good things come to an end. So appreciate what you have. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, I forgot about Gene. Uh, that's uh, not a terrible thing to say. But, yeah, that, was a, that definitely was a highlight of the week. And, um, man, it came out at left field. You know, Gene calls, and he's always upbeat and has something, you know, like, hey, guys, now i got a couple of minutes here. I want to talk about something. And then he goes, Howard, I want you to, you know, appreciate your wife. Don't yell at her so much. And then he says, because I lost my wife. Jeez, oh, peace. Uh, that's, I did not have that on my list, and that definitely deserves to be there. Uh, the downtown roads I put on my list, the, again, because I think our job sometimes is to reflect what the community is talking about, and they clearly were this week after the Market Street closure. It just got to be a mess, and it's going to be that way for a while. The Denny Magruder interview I thought was good only because it's a continuing conversation about this mayor's race, which I think is going to go on. And um, uh, the two university discussions we had this week, uh, one with uh, Megan Henry from the Ohio Capital Journal about uh, Bill Johnson, congressman, being appointed to the presidency of uh, Youngstown State University, and the other about uh, former West Lib president uh, Rob Capehart, retiring from Bluefield State in the midst of some uh, uh, serious reporting about problems down there. So I thought those were pretty good as well. Do you have others or are you? I'm about done. Uh, I thought it was kind of fun. We, it was fun, just purely fun, just pure fun. Uh, kicked the week off talking about weather snobs. I was so irritated with some of these people who say, why do you have to give us the weather all the time? We're just going to look outside and see. We'll just find out if it's snowing by opening the windows. And I just it, we had some fun with that, weather snobs. And then, Bob, I, I, again, I'm putting you at the top of the list. And uh -oh. No, it's just I, I, I got a great kick out of your surprise halfway through the interview with Mike Flurio. <laughs> See, Harry, that's why I don't want the camera showing me because my jaw, my jaw dropped. Yeah. I know who I'm talking to now. You know, I, I would say, yeah, we got Mike Flurio, NBC sportscaster, profootballtalk.com, and he's got a new book out. And I've been saying that, and he, we're halfway through the interview. And I can see the look on Bob's face. I'm looking at the winning. Wait a minute. Bob goes like, ding, there's a light bulb. There it is. Wait a minute. I know this guy. I know this guy. I watch him all the time. I got a great kick out of watching your surprise at, uh, at learning that. So I think maybe I'll put that as a highlight of the week. Just made me, made me smile. Let's put it well, that way. Well, thank you, Howard. All right. Just about uh, 8 o'clock here on the Watchdog Morning Show coming up next. West Virginia Supreme Court Justice Haley Bunn is running for re-election. We will find out why, find out what she enjoys about what she is doing, and Maybe a bit about her background as well. It's coming up in the next hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. Christmas Eve, we'll find. KX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVLY, Moundsville.